It's your boy, Dog. Uh, very special guest today. I don't, I don't think she's going to say anything. Do you want to say anything? Hmm. Got somebody being very quiet and very tiny on their phone. This is Uptown. So can you close that door, actually? This is Uptown Social Club. It's your boy, Sweet Dog, Skate Dog, Dirt Dog. Uh, new name I just earned today, Bum Dog. And homeless dog, father, gingerbread man, Dr. Seymour Hose, uh, Black Fraser Crane, let me use your car while you at work, ma. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, but another show, we're back. It's been weird past couple weeks. Just telling my boy Gabe from his show, as you know, stepping into, stepping into tomorrow, that we took a little time off. If you weren't here last week with us. Which was uh, it was fun, I guess. We had Ben, you know, of course Benji, who's late. He's about to be here, and his lovely daughter came on, and we talked about Instagram and Snapchat filters and just a bunch of other stuff that people that millennials like. You know what I mean? So uh, I'm gonna play some joints, and I will be back. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, you know I mean, I hope these songs are clean. Sometimes I'll play songs off their joint, and it's not. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah. We're live on air. We're just telling some funny stories. Does Does Mary have any funny stories? Nah, she doesn't want to get on the air. She's all whack. She's cool though for letting me use her car earlier. Yeah, that's pretty. But she's cool. whack for not wanting to be on the air with Uptown's favorite radio DJs. Like, it's kind of it's kind of a big deal that you're here right now. Like, yeah, we're, we're blowing up. We're blowing up. Yeah, like, like the world trade. Cause I burp into I burp into the microphone, and he tells hey, very Mary, sad stories. Which, do you think? <clears throat> doing, do you think people should burp into microphones? Some people like it. Oh, you guys are whack. Yeah, there's like two people. Racist, <laughs> racist. When Rick and Morty does it, everybody loves it. But when the black youth. Oh, I'm not a youth, he said. Is Rick and Morty a cartoon? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's other It's not even a real world. It's all right. Whatever, man. Yeah, we're 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 on planet Earth. They're on like planet Netflix or something. Are we switching? We should, we should put out one of those um Instagram things on, on the story. Like do you think Burping into the mic is fine? Yeah. But everybody that follows me will be like, yeah, sweet dog, keep doing it. They're well, like, do it. I want to see. No, nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Get out of here. Why can't, it up. Why can't you just let me be great, man? <laughs> I'm trying to make you greater. No one wants that burping, man. I'm, I'm telling man, you. Man, but I love I love seltzer water. I love I, I, guzzling water. You talk about the seltzer water. I've never seen you drink one. Are other you than one I got. <laughs> oh, the Perrier? Yeah, it doesn't... because they're expensive. I always get them when I'm there showing him. They're cheaper than soda. I know, but still. No, nah, they're still taxed. No, they're not. The San Pellegrino joints are no. taxed. The San Pellegrino sodas are, but the club soda isn't. Oh, but I like the I like the pomegranate. Yeah, those aren't club soda, man. They're just... They're like Coke. There's no sugar in them. There is sugar in them. No, it's not. It's very minimal amounts of sugar. No, there's not. They <laughs> have... <laughs> If you're going to talk, you got to talk into the microphone. Yeah, they have tons of sugar in it. 
you guys don't know what you're but, talking about, man. You guys are, don't even know the world that I'm in with this with this water business. The San Pellegrino sodas are for people that think they're being fancy by not drinking Coca-Cola. Yeah, I am fancy. Yeah. What about but it? you're drinking a Coke. So? It just has San... It's just packaged to look. No, it's not. It's so much better. Yo, Coke is so bad. It's so just syrup. San Pellegrino. No, it's not, man. Yo, are we going to argue about San Pellegrino for 15 minutes? Because I'm down. Yeah, it's got. look at the sugar content. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah. And the You're San all talking Pellegrino. spicy. I can't burp one of my San Pellegrinos just as bad as Coke. I can't believe you right now. <clears throat> no, not the club I, soda. Not the club soda. The po- pomegranate. Yeah, the San Pellegrino. San like Pellegrino. Man mandarin orange and yeah i like that one too i like all of them yeah san pellegrino it's the sodas they sell at uncle bobby's oh they got them as uncle bobby's yeah. uncle bobby's is fancy the ones that are really sweet and taste really good pomegranate because they have tons of sugar in it like coca-cola mm. where can i find well i just put in like nutritional nutrition put in how much sugar is in a san pellegrino pomegranate soda look like with my phone what, with the Google? Okay, Google. I got Google. You open mine. How much sugar is in a pomegranate South Salem Pellegrino? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> the South Salem Clinic in Reno. <laughs> What's wrong with you? 16 grams of sugar. That's not a lot. How much is in a can of Coke? 16. Okay, Google. How many grams of sugar are in a can of Coke? 39. That's less than half, so. Wait, what'd you say the first time? 19? Wait, huh? 16? Less than half. Doing so, or about half. Doing so well. All right, let me, uh... It's nice to not have to crossfeed. Usually I do all this stuff on my laptop, and it takes all day. It takes like three hours. Because I didn't go to school for audio engineering or anything, and I'm not a DJ. So I'm doing it the dumbest way possible, I think. It's fun, though. What is this? It's Madlib. It's Funky Dudley. It's the name of the instrumental. Somebody just walk in. I don't really like this one. This beat? This beat or the cold hard facts about the nutritional value of San Pellegrino? Oh, I'm sorry. It gave me uh, pomegranate juice. That's from like... Fake news. How dare you bring that Fox and Friends attitude to my humble uh, internet radio program. It's 33 grams of sugar. It's in the San Pellegrino. Ah! (laughs) That's whack. Yo, get out of here, son. I'm not not hearing none of that. Whose website is that? All right, yo, you know what I drink more than the San Pellegrino? Um, I drink La Croix. Under Armour My Fitness Pal. Go to La Croix, because I drink a lot of La Croix. Yeah, La Croix Zero. Yeah, I drink more La Croix than San Pellegrino. Yeah, right. they're good. Yeah, they're they they got zero sugar. Yeah, and they yeah. got pomegranate. Yeah, you're all right with that. But the, yeah, the pink, the San Pellegrino. Yeah, what's it called? San Pellegrino. Yeah. Yeah, so people can like look down on the Coke drinkers. This part of the show is brought to you by San Pellegrino. Be fancy. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, it's like the Ellet. Why they? Why, how come when you get them, they got the little film on the top of the can? Yeah, that's so you, that? you feel like you're not superior. Yeah, they're drinking. It's like it's like white trash drink, but it makes them feel like they're not. Doing, <laughs> you know, it's like the Mount Airy way of being white trash. You know, well, I'm not drinking blue soda, but it's actually the same. <laughs> that day's blue soda. <laughs> yeah. That day's blue soda has like 80 grams of sugar in it. No, it's the same thing. But, but that's what I'm saying. If you're see, they're so naive that you could be drinking a blue soda. There's different types of sugars, though. That's important. It is. Yeah. But there's not that much different in soda. Like there's different sugars in a natural watermelon than a blue soda but the sugars used in san pellegrino sugar drink the slander is the same as Coke the slander sugar. for san pellegrino it's propaganda it's and it's price. packaging it's fake news it's, and it's not cool and no it's a, you're i'm telling you there's so many people they're spending way more money to get diabetes <laughs> When they could just be doing yeah. it. Everybody's getting diabetes. They could be getting a six pack for a dollar ninety nine <laughs> instead of spending six ninety nine. Then I'll have because in their brain they, have, they feel yeah they feel better. They feel better. They're like oh, and then I'll have four more dollars to get a cheesesteak from Poppy Store. I, I, drank, I drank I drank eight San Pellegrinos. It sounds better than I drank eight blue sodas, but it's the same thing. I did used to really love the Days Blue Soda. You like oh, the, the best? Yeah, Days was popping when I was a kid, man. They fruit punch. They root beer. They got good club soda. Let's see, dude. And this is the good thing about knowledge. Yeah, I now mean, I got, know. you know what I'm saying? Now I know. I just drink the blue soda instead of trying <laughs> to get suckered into the San yeah. Pellegrino. I'm like, it's the same thing. It's the thing. same thing. I like blue soda more. Mm-hmm. And if I'm going to get the sugar, you might as I'm well get it from the blue soda. And now you got an extra dollar. You can get a Lucy. Yeah, extra dollar. <laughs> get a Lucy. And you get the soda tax on top of buying, uh, yeah, it's not like you get better kind of diabetes from the Pellegrinos. <laughs> I got the, I got the sugars. I got the good diabetes. I know a lot of young people with diabetes. It's crazy, right? Yeah. People who are like pretty healthy, I would, I would think too. My boy. I think yeah, he had the other type though. I don't know. Isn't it two types? Yeah. Like type one that one. comes from like really being a piece of junk. Well, that. Yo, we haven't been Let's on air get... so long. I'm really, I just want to curse so much. I'm just like holding it back. We were on last week. Yeah, but like three yeah. weeks without the show. Well, I mean, I think we got to keep it real. No one has the diabetes you get from eating poorly. Yeah. And we're like, no, no, I don't got that one. I got the, my gra- my grandma, right? Yeah. She, uh, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, dude, it's cool. You got the. You got the sugars. You let yourself go. You let it you go. Got the, you don't have it's the eating type way one. too many cre- crepes. Yeah, yeah. No crepes, one wants crepes. to admit. Yeah, I put sugar in my grits. That's the only way I eat those things. I got my thyroid. <laughs> I like got a thyroid. You're 400 pounds, dude. <laughs> it's cool. You, I see eight boxes of cocoa puffs empty on your counter. <laughs> it's not your thyroid. <laughs> Yo, my grandma be having boxes of cereal for so long, like. Yeah. The other day, I was like, man, I'm hungry. I was like, let me get something to eat. And I was some, I, right before I was about to pour, I was like, maybe I should look at this. It's like March of 2017. I was like, I want to throw this away, but the argument that I'm going to get, because old people don't want to throw anything away. Mm-hmm. They'll just keep leftovers for like a, just like two days too long. You're like, Grandma, don't eat that. Like, This is why you're in and out of the hospital half the time. But she's like, it's good. 
Well, sir, like, I'm a little out of control. I'm, I'm yeah. working on it. Yeah, you fluctuate. Yeah, like me, like, cereal for fat people is like, that's what you eat while you're looking for real food. Yeah. You know what I mean? You open the box up, you have your hand in there. Yeah. You're eating the cocoa <laughs> puff. And that, that's just to get you through. That's just to get you warmed like, up. The calories you like, burn this is the shop, open this is, in the yeah. fridge. Going through the cabinet yeah. and that kind of stuff. It's just like, boom. And that, that's why when you go into like a fat person's house, there's like three open boxes of cereal. Yeah. Because once they found what they're going to eat, they're totally free and they just left it open. Sometimes I would do that and I was, I would still, I would eat like half the box of cereal though and then make something to eat. And I'd be like, man, why do I feel like garbage? Oh, my stomach hurts. That's why <laughs> it's because I just ate half a box of cereal dry. Then I made uh, steakums. The, the <laughs> Which wasn't. Yeah, you're not gonna stop, not eat the steakums. Yeah. And then yeah. you wait too long. You ate all that cereal, and then you you're still eating while you're making the steakums. And then by the time you sit down, and you put on um season four, yeah, uh, episode eight of uh, Breaking Bad, yeah, that you spent 16 hours yeah. uh, straight watching, calling out of work because <laughs> you don't feel well. You, don't you got a well virus, but the virus is actually the steakums and the tricks you just ate. <laughs> Yo, Saturday I ate horribly. Well, yeah, because Friday night I went out and I got tacos from this taco stand, and it was not as good as the last couple times that I've gotten it. Mm-hmm. So then in the morning when I woke up before work, I was like, I need to eat. So I went to the KFC Combination Taco Bell right there off Broad and Alney, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't yeah. good at all. So I was on my way to work and I was at Suburban Station and I was like, man, I, you know, I'm, my train won't be here for like 30 minutes. I really have to take a smash. You know, this is a pretty nice train station and bathrooms might be okay. Where at Borough Nolney? No, no, no. Suburban Station, downtown. That's where all, that's like the public, that's where all, that's the worst place to go. Yeah, let me keep the story going. So I'm yeah. walking towards the bathroom. And uh, all, all of them, like half of them are closed because it's Saturday. So it's just this one in the back. So I'm walking over. And then right when I pass the ladies room, I hear a loud bang. And I was like, what the hell was that? And I turned to my right and it's this lady completely naked, just washing herself in the sink. And I was like, all right. So I walk into the men's room and I hear another bang. I'm like, what is going on down here? And there's a guy in the sink shaving, like really gross. Like he got the whole, like t- he got two sinks wet and covered in hair. I'm like, all right, this is gross. I can hear somebody like dry heat, like, huh, huh. <laughs> so I was like, man, you know what? I think I'm gonna hold this. Yeah. So then I walked back down to the, uh, the track or whatever. I was about to get on the train, and I was like, listen, I mean, it's gonna be bad, but I would rather much not be on this train feeling like I'm about to crap myself and pretend like, cause I could have waited until I got to the airport, but then mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm, I really have to go, and I was drinking the night before, so it could have got dark. On a train, you got. You got and they a, got a shower at my job, but I don't want to have to take a shower at my job because I cracked my pants. So I have, a, <laughs> I have a hotel in every area of Center City: the Lowe's, Rittenhouse Hotel, Marriott my Rittenhouse. Now Marriott's not clean enough. I see. Yes, the Lowe's is much cleaner. Okay. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Rittenhouse Hotel, uh, DoubleTree. Um, these are all reliable places to that when in. you're in a time of crisis. Such as you just explained, you have a clean place um, in public to take a take a joint. Yeah, now let me finish the story. So I was like, I gotta, I gotta go. So I run back there, shield my eyes just in case I see something crazy. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna find the best possible stall. Walk up, gross, gross, turds. It's disgusting. 
and I get to the handicap one at the end, and I was like, I don't, I don't, I'm gonna feel bad if I'm like in here and then somebody that's actually handicapped needs to use this. But it was the best one. Now the only thing that was wrong with this one is that there were a ton of Dutch guts from a Bluntville on the ground because somebody was rolling up in there. So I was like, all right, I'll just kick that to the side. Tall, it was clean. While I'm in there, dropping in the deuce of my life, I can see a dude with a wheelchair pulling up to the stall. And I was like, man, I feel so bad. So I'm like trying to finish up really quick. And uh, he pulls into the stall next to me and like his foot was dragging, his foot was all messed up. And I'm feeling worse and worse. And then when I get out the stall, out the corner of my eye, I just see him completely undressed, just smoking a cigarette on the toilet. And I was like, all right, man, I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Got on the train and tried to block that out of my memory, but still there. Bro, you can't, the worst spots in Center City use the bathroom. Suburban Station. Yeah. Uh, Liberty Place. Okay. Um, the gallery. Well, for, not anymore, but the gallery might be nice when it comes back. It might be, but I doubt it. Um, <laughs> any place where, yeah, th- those places is just unreasonable. If you go in there expecting to have a, a nice, enjoyable bathroom experience, um, you're you're just like very dumb. Yeah, it's like. Uh, I'd sit in my car and go in my pants before <laughs> I went and. Would you put something down like a little trash bag, or you'd just be? Yeah, I'd just be like, "Screw it, man! I'm getting this thing detailed." <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm sitting down at Suburban Station. That's Ill. I really Liberty had to place. go, man. Look, man. In hindsight, I should have just not got the Taco Bell. Then I wouldn't. I got Taco Bell and KFC because every yeah. time I go there, I'm like, "Well, I want, I want a famous bowl." But I want a quesadilla. And those things, those worlds don't mix. I don't know why those are connected. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you didn't have and you didn't have enough foresight. I it's just a, I don't know if it was foresight. Maybe it was a lack of self respect. No, it was, it was poor planning. <laughs> Man, I just don't love you can eat those things, but you should be at home. <laughs> yeah, you or, should get those after you've been Yeah. Out you need to be at a place where you have a plan where you'll well, you're well, you're where a place is available. Um, yeah, because you know I, I'm pretty hard on myself. So if I if that happened to me and I'm at, so I'm like, dude, you did this to yourself. You did it to yourself. I got to deal with the. I pain. mean, yeah, trust me, I was I'm, thinking I'll about that like when this. I was on the toilet. I'm like poking my stomach. <laughs> like, stupid, stupid, smacking. Yeah, like you know when it gets really hard, if you just start banging around there. Where's the worst place you think you took a? Taking a dump. Well, see, dude, when I grew up in the eighties, um, there was this thing about AIDS on the TV. I was like eight Grits. years old or something. Yeah. And uh, my dad looks over. He wasn't the smartest guy, pretty trashy himself. <laughs> and uh, he looked over at me. He's like, "You know, you can get AIDS from, from sitting seat. on the toilet seat." <clears throat> so from that moment on, um, I had a really hard time using a bathroom at school. I thought kids in my class had grids, had it, had AIDS. Um, they were calling it. I'm keep saying grids. They, they were calling it grids back in the day, right? At first, I just knew it as AIDS. He just knew it as AIDS. When, when it got to the trailer park, it was AIDS. <laughs> I don't know what they were calling it um, in Philly and and uh, uh, very sophisticated city areas. But by the time the term, they got to the trailer park, yeah, they were that boy got AIDS. The AIDS. Yeah, so it's like. 
And it, the the information like music out there was like two years behind. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and un, it took uh, a minute. Yeah, my dad didn't really investigate. He didn't like he read. He was an investigator. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the um, he like only watched the news for like the weather and sports and stuff. Yeah, a lot of pills and weed and that kind of stuff. So that was just like you know his friends would start talking. They'd be like, yeah, you can get a. Oh yeah, you. Oh man, changing a radio dial. You know, they would just start saying stuff. So anyway, I'm at school at like first kindergarten, first, second grade. I would go outside in to the take woods. a dump. Yeah. Every every time you had to take a dump? When I had to, sometimes I couldn't make it home. I would go to the woods that were next to the school. Because That's so I, crazy. There were like five kids. I'm in like first, second grade. It's like 1983. So I'm probably in like second or third grade or something like that. And I'm looking around. I'm like, oh, uh. Wally has AIDS. Paul has AIDS. Bob has AIDS. Everyone had AIDS. I was like, my teacher probably has AIDS. <laughs> I'm like, these people will use the bathroom anywhere. Like, I would go in and see these kids use the bathroom after each other. Raise their hand, can I go to the bathroom? In there for like three minutes. Then next one, can I use the bathroom? I'm like, man, these kids are just giving each other AIDS like crazy. <laughs> Man, the 80s and then no the one told me anything different. Then in like eighth grade, I read that I'd see this movie about this kid Ryan White. Yeah, that got it through blood transfusion. And teachers like, this is how you, you know, you got to be careful. Wear condoms, uh, blood transfusion. I'm like, man, I thought I was. <laughs> I've been taking dumps in the woods for eight years. Yeah, kids were telling me this. Yeah, kids are dumb. We're like, you can't get it from a toilet seat. But it was the first time I heard an actual adult. Adult, yeah. Yeah, I was like, man, adults should really be telling kids this stuff. Because they, you know, the thing is, they definitely heard kids going, man, you can get AIDS from a toilet seat. And they're just like, man, that's not mine. They should announce it in the I'm on break. Yeah. They got like the, the, the white kids sitting at office desks yeah. on the TVs. Right, and it's like, hey, Jerry, how are you? Blah blah blah, and they're talking about <laughs> weird stuff, you know. And it's like, like the soccer team has a game on Thursday. Be sure to support. Yeah, like it's I a pep rally and a. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I moved to. The they didn't do that at once. Yeah, I moved to the school district. They had TVs in their rooms, right? And during homeroom, you'd watch. They'd give you like the current events or yeah. something, and it was on like this TV hanging up in the corner. I'm like, what? They should have said. Like, dude, you, yeah, this is how you get AIDS. They should have had, like, an AIDS thing. Next up at or, 12, how you can't get AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> like, this would have been a lot helpful. Um, but it, it, I still have, got, not with the AIDS thing, but that kind of manifested itself into, like, if I, I would use the bathroom in my own truck before I went to Suburban Station. I, I, would. I mean, well, your boy, your boy did what he had to do, man. I'm very punctual, but I would be late for work and risk <laughs> yeah. losing my job at FedEx. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to the Rittenhouse Hotel. When Doubletree is literally a block away. So, look, I you didn't can get into Doubletree from Suburban Station. I didn't. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. I didn't know, man. Now I know. Now when I'm down Suburban Station. Yeah, you got to know. 30 minutes before my train comes yeah. and it's getting dark. You know what I mean? But you know what, too? Sometimes I I bring it on my... Yeah, that's why I say it's a lack of self-respect and self-love. Because sometimes I will do things that I know are going to destroy my stomach. Like get a macchiato from Dunkin' Donuts when that's just all... Anything from Dunkin' Donuts is just all sugar. And sometimes, even though it doesn't even wake me up, I'm like, I should get a ice latte. I should get a large ice latte. And I spend 20 minutes on the train just farting. Just viciously. Dude, with my daughter... Damn, I'm gross. <laughs> when my daughter was little... 
I would like clear out the target restroom, the woman's room, and be like, everybody out. I clean this and I hold her above it. I'd like, <laughs> I'd hold her like this. I have her arm. I wouldn't even want her in a men's room because they're just so foul. Yeah. And I'd like have her arm and I'd be like, don't touch the seat. Don't touch the seat. <laughs> And I told her about the seat. <laughs> there would be pee all, all over the seat. Yeah. I'd be like, ah. That's way better. Let the, yeah. let the janitor get that up. Hey, there's a mess in the women's yeah. room, man. Somebody peed all over the seat. Yeah. And as soon as you put her down, she pulls her pants up. She, like, puts her hand right on the tallest seat. You're like, know, oh, my God. But I'd always tell him, be like, there's a little. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, why don't you take her into the. The men's room? I'm like, I'm not taking my daughter in the men's room. Men's rooms are disgusting. They're like, she's like, well, she's four. I don't think it's that. I'm like, dude, I feel, I'm, I feel okay. I, I'm not a very entitled feeling person, but I feel okay about this. Like holding up a whole woman's room for my yeah. daughter. Yeah. To use. Uh, to go, go pee pee. Yeah, because I, I feel like... <laughs> you like how the beat dropped when I said that? I'm really proud. I feel like... <laughs> okay, so even if the toilet seat's clean, every male toilet has been peed on Yeah. a lot. Thousands of times. Some yeah. guys... I, when so, I was a kid, I used to just pee everywhere but the toilet. Yeah. For no... When I was in, like, elementary school, it was like a game. It'd be like, let me get the toilet paper. Like, how much of this bathroom can I make disgusting... Before I leave, so toilet paper, toilet seat, the handle where you flush, just everything. Yeah, it's crazy. The wall. I just be like, I don't want to pee. I used to play games too, where I'd be like, it was basketball because I was AI was popping. I was like, when you're really close to the toilet, that's like a layup. But somebody who's really skilled at peeing can pee from very. So I'll be like four feet away, and at the beginning, you're getting it in there, and then as soon as you run out, it's just like all over the floor. Yeah, I would say more of it from like uh I'm really gross. The just like guys just they don't really care. Yeah. And now everyone, you know, going to the bathroom is now an opportunity to look at your phone. Yeah. It's just like we pick any random any opportunity we get to look at our phone, we use. So now standing at a toilet to pee. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just less pee pee. Yeah. Pee 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 pee. Oh, yeah. Yo, I just got a new laptop, so next week we'll be back with like real oh. playlists. Nice. I, I got some uh, something new to to bust out that's pretty dope. What you got? I'll show you. We'll talk about it uh, after the after the break. All right, that's a great timing because we're going on break. We'll be boom, 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 don't, and we're back with our our guests, and the no. lights I'm are here. off. The lights yeah. are off. You're not a Yo, guest. Put, you're a host. Put some Teddy on. Hey, it's just me and you, baby. <laughs> hey. It's me and you, dog. Yo, you know, know I mean? Tyler made it cool, man. The way it's meant to be. Huh? Yeah. Tyler Craig made it cool to be gay. Yeah. yeah, I think he did, man. I've been listening to a lot of Tyler. What happened was yesterday. What I you saying? Know, he made it so cool. No one believes him. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the whole thing that's weird about Tyler's career is that he says a lot of crazy stuff. But then he also, in a lot of songs, is very personal, very authentic. A little and rapey. 
Yeah, and and that's why a lot of people like him is because they feel like he's speaking for them. But then in a lot of these songs, he's kind of like, yo, man, I think you know, I'm pretty gay. I'm pretty gay. Yeah, you know I mean, or at the very least, bisexual. Yeah, and that's you know, uh, being being pretty gay, you yeah. can still speak for the people. Yeah, and it just seems weird that like nobody is really taking him seriously. I think that's part of maybe he wants it that way because then you know. People won't really know the real him. And he could always just be Tyler, the creator, like this character, this artist. But I was watching these videos. Somebody took made a compilation of all of the, like, the, not just, like, him saying something gay, but something that sounded like him coming out. And it was, like, it's like a 12-minute video. It's long. It's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and if, if he's gay and there's not a huge backlash, that would also go against the narrative of black people are really homophobic. Yeah, because... I don't think when McConan came out, nobody, all his fans, which is mostly black people, they were like, man, we don't care. Yeah. They were like, how come you haven't put out an album yet? They were like, no, they really hate gays. Uh, You know who really hates gays? Who? There's like, uh, uh, what? Uh, 90% of the white population in Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You want to know who else hates gays? 90% of Northeast Philadelphia. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, nah, because Northeast diverse now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 20 years ago, it was definitely the case. They had a lot of stuff in Northeast Philadelphia. (laughs) Except for that guy that would come walking down your alleyway like, California, what was the Mm. thing? California Tomatoes? Which one was it? I forget. Yeah. He'd be like, Delaware blueberries, Jersey oranges. White people love that guy. Yeah. Because he's an old white Italian guy. Like that gay couple that was uh, those gay dudes that were beat up in Center City. Oh, yeah. yeah, They were like white frat boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Matthew Shepard. Yeah, they're going to jail. He was killed in Wyoming by like a bunch of homophobic people. And they were like, well, he was hitting on us and we don't appreciate that very much. (laughs) Take too kindly to that. Did you see that video? It's another one of these permanent patties, like white people calling the cops on black people for doing nothing videos. Uh-huh. The newest one. I'm, I'm kind of like. You're getting tired? They're like so dumb, making white people look so dumb. Well. Grab another pair of headphones if that one's annoying. They're, they're so tangled up. Yeah, because they shouldn't be that far over. I think that's for like that chair. Oh, is it? I think so. They're always kind of crazy. I think it's because everyone just keeps wrapping them up. The yeah, you shouldn't way. wrap up. Yeah. Or you should. Yeah. I usually try to wrap them up a little bit and then hang them on their thing. Yeah, it's like, don't don't wrap your headphone cords up really tight. It, yeah. it may look neat and like, you know, like. It's going to mess them up. Yeah. And they don't put a short in them. Huh? They'll put a short in them, too. Yeah. That's why you're not supposed to ball up like your charger and stuff. Or you're not supposed to wrap it tight around whatever device you're mm. using. They'll put a short in it. Oh, but this, uh, this video... This new one, this new permit patty, it was raining in New York, and you know how like a lot of these apartment complexes have like little lobbies where you can't get past the real door, but you can stand in there or whatever. So it was, you know, it was raining really crazy a mm-hmm. week ago, and this black lady stepped inside and she ordered a lift. So then this white girl, this young white girl, who I guess the video picks up, I guess after they've already been arguing, so the girl's like. She's on the phone with the cops. She's like, she's standing here in the lobby and she can't, she can't be here. This is, this is private property. This is public property. She didn't even, she couldn't like really put it into the words. So then the lady Uber comes or Lyft or whatever. And then she gets in and the girls like steps out of the apartment complex and she's harassing this lady. She's like, you know that you're committing a crime now too, right? She's like, the cops are going to come get you too. And the guy's like, I'm just doing my job. And she was like, I'm just trying to leave. 
just another example of white people not being able to handle. Why a, a black woman? A black lady called her? a lift, and then she stood in someone's apartment lobby, like right in between the two doors. Waiting for the lift. Waiting for the lift because it was raining ferociously outside at the time. And then uh, this girl complained, called the cops. Couldn't even really put in the words why she was calling the cops yeah. on this lady. And then proceeded to say that not only was this lady going to go to jail, but the Lyft driver who came and picked her up to escort her off the property was going to go to jail. What kind of area was this in? This is in New York. City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, cops need to start telling people, like, you're ridiculous. Stop calling. Yeah. Like, like, they have no problem telling, like, this is stupid, guys, blah, blah, blah. But when they, like, they need to talk to everyone the same. Yeah, oh, you know exactly. what I mean because they talk like this is stupid. Don't ever bother me. It's a again. waste of taxpayer be, dollars. Yeah, you should yeah, get like, a ticket if you for ever that. call me for this stupid like, stuff. <laughs> there was another video over the weekend. Uh, this lady at a Dollar General was using coupons. This happened twice, but the second time was even more funny because the guy was like really upset and arguing with her. Mm-hmm. He called the cops because she was using she used too many coupons. He said. And he's like, you're taking advantage. I don't appreciate it. I don't like this. And I'm calling the police. And he called the cops on this lady for couponing. And black Twitter was like, white people literally created a show called Extreme Couponing, where white people from all over the different types of suburbia, this mm-hmm. is what they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just weird, man. People are weird. Yeah. Ki- people, yeah. You know what? People don't know how to mind their business and just let, if somebody's not doing something to like physically hurt you. Or like you know, or if they're not trying to make you, if they're just like you know sleeping a sleep on a on a couch like that girl who went to Yale who got kicked who uh, one of her classmates or whatever or dormmates tried to get her evicted or whatever or, you know all this like little weird stuff but like pe- mm-hmm. the dudes having a cookout in the Bay Area the little girl selling waters in front of uh, this I guess another apartment complex or something in New York it's like people can't just mind their business and I mind my business all the time mm-hmm. I see things happening and I'm just like has nothing to do with me you know no i hear you it, it's, it gets a little uh stupid yeah it's a little crazy how much people care about stuff that has nothing to do with them you know i mean it's like uh um people are just so caught up yeah yeah it's just people are just so scared now there's just so much fear i guess it's always been like that yeah, it's probably it might have been worse. Yeah, probably was yeah, worse. The, okay, uh, uh, I was over at my uh, in-laws' apartment, right? Yeah. <clears throat> How are they, I, by the way? Oh, still brainwashed, but <laughs> um, they go. Uh, so the Trump's in Pennsylvania right now, right? Oh, so he God. was speaking in Pennsylvania. So I, I'm watching the speech. They always have Fox News on. So I'm watching the speech of Trump. It's live. And I'm sitting there And the first Like I watched 15 minutes of it The whole first 15 minutes of it Was about how he won Pennsylvania In the election But he didn't though Did he? Yeah yeah He did But it's like dude That was like two years Like What about all that uh, <laughs> What about all like, the more Important pressing matters Going yeah, on in the world right like, now Yeah it's like oh man I'm like he's like Like that sounds like Me Like when I'm really like feeling sad and not like insecure <laughs> yeah and they're like yeah well he has these 
rallies. I'm like, don't you find it weird that he's having, he's the president and he's holding rallies all over the place? It's like he's almost like this first, his term isn't important. It's like he's just trying to gear up yeah. for the re-election, which it doesn't look like it's going to, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, they're, they're saying, well, look, this is the only way he can get his message out without the media twisting it. I'm like, no, he's giving it to you live. But then the media, like, you don't even need the media. Like, doesn't it bother you that the president is doing these rallies and he's talking about an election from two years ago yeah. and how great he did and talking about you how know, look at how good I the, look at how great the a fake guy. news stations didn't report Pennsylvania because they didn't want them. They didn't want to cheat it and have it go red. They were waiting till the last minute and all this stuff. And it, it's like for like just seeing. Like I'm like, that doesn't doesn't it doesn't bother you that he's talking like, yeah, like he's, he hasn't talked about anything relevant in the past year and a half for the first 15 minutes of this speech. Yeah, like that's disturbing. Not like, about anything that he's done. I can say, hey, thank you guys. I really appreciate you supporting me last election. You know, I'm here now. Let's keep this state red. Blah blah. Now, like I can understand that. Like I appreciate your support. Let's do it again for the midterms. And here's some issues. But yeah. it was like, uh, it was crazy. Then he started making fun of Bob Casey. <laughs> Why? He called a. He's like, yeah, sleeping Bob Casey, because every time he opens his mouth, you fall asleep. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, sleeping Bob Casey. Like, he just came up with it on the spot. He's like, yeah, sleeping Bob Casey. Like, so. like yeah, he just gave his one. street name. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, man. Yeah, I just- this is going to stick. <laughs> it yeah. is. He's in the back fixing his very long tie. He's like, yeah, this is go- he's going to be all over the Twitters now. Yeah, but he's like, I'm, I'm, he's acting like he just made it up on the spot, which is cool. But he didn't. <laughs> like his whole thing is just huh. so fake. He's just such a uh, non. He comes. To, he tries to be like real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm just like one of you guys. Exactly. I I put my pants on one butler at a time, just like everybody else in this country. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you can tell he he's never got his ass kicked really good. He might have, but it's probably so long. You know what? That might have fueled him to be this type of jerk. Like he was in, he was in like a whatever, some like boy, all boys school and like junior high or something. And they dunked his head in the toilet and they beat him up. And he's like, "We'll kill you, you queer." And then he's like, "I'm not a queer. I'm done. I'm going to be the richest man." They John, say- John Mulaney has that great bit where he's like, "Trump's idea of success is kind of like a homeless 1950s cartoon." He's like, giant buildings with my name all across them. Mm-hmm. Gold toilets. All mm-hmm. this, like, dumb stuff that means nothing. It's like the way he values and the way he, you know, ranks what's important or whatever. It's really such a dumb guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, so it weird. Is. Like, whatever. Say what you want about all the other presidents that have ever come and gone, especially, like, in the past 20 years. You could tell a lot of these guys were real well-read, very well-spoken Knew how to like have a conversation without visibly getting flustered. He used to take a and we used to really talk about Bush like he was an idiot. And compared to Bush, yeah, this guy shouldn't be allowed. Like I wouldn't trust him like being a manager at the DMV. Yeah. That yeah. being said, man, he's president. I don't really care. Yeah, don't. And we can't. 
I think there's a lot of letting Bush off the hook. Because of how about Katrina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't ever forget that. So, like, uh, it's not good to. Can't give him a pass. We're like, oh, I miss Bush. I'm like, well, yeah. He was. They all do horrible things. Dick Cheney and they all suck. Yeah, but my, like, another conversation about that, like what you were touching on, was. So, like these guys, I'm not a big fan of Bill Clinton at all. No. Um, but like even like Richard Nixon, Barack Obama, and these guys, like they came from nothing. You know what I mean? As far as what most presidents come from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like uh, Bill Clinton's biological father died in a car crash. Um, Richard Nixon grew up really poor in California. Barack Obama, single mom. Uh, you know, Bill Clinton became a Rhodes Scholar. His stepfather was an alcoholic, had a gambling problem. <laughs> you know, and and th- these guys are more typical of what the so-called American dream yeah. looks like. You know what I mean? But it, yeah. it, somehow, we Donald will- Trump's story is more American, and and yeah. it, it, people idolize wealth. It's, they don't even it's not um like they idolize what Trump is yeah and that to them is like what America is and as long as like these people that have that impression of like you know to be like that is like part of the American dream yep like this country isn't going anywhere and you know I was like well with my father-in-law I was like the, the whole thing has to first of all, we gotta burn the whole thing down. Yeah, you gotta gut. You gotta like, gut like, it, man. They, like, the, you know what the, it is, man. You gotta make them. I think the first step is to try do whatever we can do to get them to stop just blatantly lying. That's like the first step. If you want to be honest mm-hmm. about whatever deals you have with people and whatever you're, whatever you think is the next step for whatever city, or state, or any piece of government, I feel like it would be so much more beneficial to the people. To be honest, from the, the jump, instead of just getting whatever votes or getting the support you need, and then like with the soda tax, being like we're short with all this money for all these things, but then when they started, they're like, oh well, it's for the it, this is for mm-hmm. uh, child daycare programs for pre-K and stuff, which a part of it was, but that was like fifteen yeah. percent of what like what's the other eighty-five percent? Why don't you just be honest? Why don't you just tell me? I mean, yeah. it's not like it's not like. I'm sorry, dude. That sort of texting really bothers me. It's not. It's not even about what it is. It's just the way that they go about it. Yeah. Just lying. Just be honest. Be like, yo, man, we the cash is short. You know what I mean, we need to pay for these things. Well, we already know, and they're not going to tell us. Just tell me though. But people get so upset when they're lying. They're never going to tell you. And then it's like, like we did some Sherlock Holmes. Like, see, this money's not even. <laughs> no, duh. if you thought it was actually going to that in the but first why place, why can't it be that? Why can't they just at least tell the truth? Because we're not willing to sacrifice what it's really going to take to change this government. Like, like the economy. We're all apart and participate. And are like like we help. Just me waking up in the morning, and just us waking up in the morning, and going. We are keeping this system alive. Yeah. And now, as long as you're a part of that, so if you're a politician, and what's wrong with this country is the politics and the government. So if you're a part of that, you're a part of the problem, and the change won't come 
from the politicians. It'll never come from the president. It'll never come from. It won't ever come from Bernie Sanders. We can have the. We can have Tyler, the creator, become president, <laughs> and odd future head of the cabinet. The 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 change will never come from the politicians. The people have to change it, and yeah. the only way to change it is by throwing the whole thing out. We can't keep working from a broken, yeah, a broken system, and and trying to fix it. There has to be there has to be a total, a total reboot. I think we all know what Ben is talking about, talking about, and it's something that's been, you know, some mutterings going on out in the streets of Philadelphia and surrounding and surrounding suburbs about what really needs to happen. And I think we all know what we're what my next statement is. Sweet dog for president. Yeah. No, but we... 2028. If we become... Like, becoming successful in these platforms... Like, Tyler, the creator, and Earl, and all... We're much... Can be much more powerful than becoming a politician. Because, you know, uh, 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 Tentacion, Common, all these people, whatever, these country guys or musicians, entertainers... People like Noam Chomsky, intellectuals, and stuff like that, they're much more powerful because when you join, once you become a politician, which I dabble thinking about doing, but once you participate and become part of that system, you're now part of the brokenness because you can't fix it can't change from it, yeah. within unless there's a mass exodus where there's like all of a sudden we vote for 500 people. Um that are changing yeah um and, and we gotta like go like we gotta die you gotta die i gotta die a bunch of people that have seen how messed up this planet is and are okay with it yeah um like just like my daughter's gonna have to be like 70 years old and we gotta get rid like like we worship a document uh people that own slaves people that knew like thomas jefferson even stated several times how dumb he's like in 200 <laughs> years people are going to look back on us and say we're we were barbarians yeah savages savages and, and still to this day like you have people like oh no they were great they were they, you know what i mean but what they they knew what they were doing was wrong and barbaric and we won't even be like he's like telling us you can look back on us and say we're scumbags. Yeah. It's okay. We know. It's probably what's going to happen. And we won't do it. Like like nine like eighty percent of no, they're great. They're principles. They're found. Like no, they they were. Thomas Jefferson was like, look, I'm a scumbag. You know, <laughs> I, I raped slaves. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm a serial rapist. Um, and, and I'm not a great guy. I'm pretty much a scumbag in 200 years. Everyone will pretty much look back. But if he was alive right now, he'd be like, what? Hold on. 200 years later, these people think I'm like this great man. And He's like, you weren't. This this wasn't the way you were supposed to interpret this. Yeah. we, we I thought you guys would evolve. I thought our country would evolve to a place where it everyone thought I was ways, an idiot. But not. Man, these narratives become so powerful. And people become so. And I guess it's like that tribalism element or whatever where like you want to be a part of something so bad you're willing to just disregard just common sense at some points well i just like i know older white people that are like oh well yeah 
Ugh. We like the the pools were segregated and they're not anymore. And to them, that's a sign. When, when pools no longer being segregated, yeah, they it's can a come sign of progress. Like, like that's not enough. That's not enough. Like, like, they can come through the front door now. Yeah. I don't like. I didn't say they can't come through. I mean, I would prefer if they didn't. But yeah, and, and there's millions of great baby. There's millions of great people in those generations. Yeah. There's millions of great people. They're part of. They're part of. You know, help and, and I don't want them to to die or anything like that but when you got all these people holding on to ideas that well the pools are no longer segregated as a milestone like they just got it's gotta it's gotta be wiped out it's gotta be extinct and then we gotta wipe out our generation which is the generation of uh, black people took my uncle's fireman job you know what I yeah. mean? Because of affirmative action and have these resentments. Mexican dudes have taken all the, the uh, sheet rocking jobs. Yeah. So, so we got to die. And then, like, you know, our daughter's generation, who even was seeing Trump and living through that and, and all these kids, like, like the people that are alive while Trump's president are all going to have to die. Until there's real, yeah, because the progress is gonna like 20 years from now, the progress is gonna be like, well, you know, um, this, this, and this, but it's still not gonna be. He has two million Instagram followers, that's progress, man. Come on, (laughs) well, no, he was on the Wheaties box, Benjamin. That's a lot of progress for the black community, Or, or yeah, or the progress is well, uh, um. A black person hasn't been shot by a, a cop. It's been four and, months. Yeah. What do you, what, you want them to not shoot black dudes? Come on, man. So when that starts. I think you're being really unreasonable, Ben. To be so, honest. So when that generation's like, man, remember all the protests when we were little about Ferguson and Trayvon? Like that stuff's not happening anymore. So they got to die because it's still not enough. Not enough. So not you, en- hear, you hear what we're saying here? All, it's time for you guys to go, man. We all... Everybody's got to go. We all got to go. Hey, man. Because the, the progress. <laughs> they got Skilo in this joint. What was the last time you heard Skilo? Uh, it's good. I heard him recently. Yeah, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just pro, like, progress. And as long like, look how we're, we're still worshiping uh, uh, serial rapists. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, and, and all the other slave owners. Um, George Washington and all that kind of stuff. And we still make exceptions. Yeah, like um, he didn't mean to rape those women. Mm-hmm. He freed his slaves. Yeah, the day he died. They were like, that's not really <laughs> when I die. Oh, that's not an altruistic or a virtuous. Um, when I die, free all of my slaves. Yeah. And I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, I don't get I don't get it, man. It's crazy. It's complete insane. How are you though, man? I'm good. I'm frustrated. <laughs> like when you start talking, like it's just really you get you get amped up. I get I get amped yeah, up. All those books when... you've been reading on your Kindle start coming to the top of your head. Like and another thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just frustrating hearing people when you talk to people about stuff, and um, and you can't really. Um, no matter what time you lived in or what thing, there's no excuse for being a serial rapist. Nope. And when they won't, and when they're, they're, there's like a trying to put 
put it in a different light. Yeah. Like like you're you're making an excuse. Yeah. Like oh, it was a different time. It was a, well, no, it's not because he even wrote like he even wrote he that I'm a yeah. piece of trash. Yeah, I'm gonna be like. He even said when I look back at people in the 1500s, I think about how barbaric they were. Just like people 200 years from now will look back on me about my barbaric behavior. And it's like wait. When you just hold people accountable, like I'm interested in history. I'm interested in learning yeah, yeah, history, about Thomas bro. Jefferson. Um, I like learning about George Washington and, you know, read books and all that kind of stuff. I'm really interested in American history. <clears throat> but I just, you just got to let people know. Like when they're saying, I'm like, oh, wow, you, um, you, sounds like you're really hyped. And really like a serial rapist. Oh no, he's not. I'm like, what he did isn't much different than like Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, you know, with boys, but he was just doing horrible. it to. He was just doing it to, to girls. I mean, it's probably okay for you because he owned them. So in your yeah. eyes, they were. He was allowed to do. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Like, so you're okay with like a serial? And you're like, no, but it was. I'm like, no, I want to hear. Keep talking, and I want to hear your excuse for, for why my- you think a serial rapist is so great. Like back your way out, yeah. About why you're such a great American and being patriotic because you love serial rapists. Love I want to hear this. Being, one. Yeah. And it's like, oh well, see, this is the problem. You guys always use that double time. I'm like, I'm not double. I'm just using a fact. I'm just asking. Yeah, I'm asking you <laughs> a simple question. You, you guys always do this where you try to make it seem like it's my fault yeah. for you liking a serial rapist. So I'm, I'm done. Speaking of, ser- speaking of rape, uh, <laughs> that girl that was here, she does this weird thing where, like, I'll be trying to make out with her, and she'll say she'll say no, and she'll push me away, and then when I step away, that's when she'll jump on me. But we were outside, and I tried to give her a kiss, and she was like, no, stop. And I was like, you can't keep doing that. And I was like, why? I was like, because we're in public, and everybody thinks I'm sexually assaulting you. Then so she's like, oh... Damn, you're, she's like, you're right. Dude, you just put that on blast like that in public. Because it kind of sucks. That's a weird thing. Like, I'm, you can't, you can't I'm, in, I'm in the car, I'm kissing her hand, and then I go in for a kiss, and she's like, no, I'm like, you know people think that I'm like, hurt, you're tiny, you're tiny and Asian. This, this isn't this isn't a good look. Mm-hmm. Tall black dude out here assaulting people. Y'all was boxing last night. You want to see? Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was fighting on, uh, I was on, I was on Tacoma. <laughs> I was on Tacoma and Coulter. We was getting busy. I was so tired, man. Here, I'll talk while you watch this. I still got it. I don't know if I can beat Manny Pacquiao. I'll take. I'll, I'll need like six more months. You know what I mean, because your boy dog be out here getting busy. <laughs> Dang, dude. This guy has no uppercut. Who, that guy? No. Yeah, dude, who's that you're boxing with? Uh, my boy Malcolm, we work together. You want to tell everybody what you're seeing? You want to give them a, a play-by-play? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm saying Anton. Fox was do with no hand skills. He's all right. No, he's not. He tapped me up a few times. He <laughs> you, you threw the left, and he put his left hand up. Yeah. Never mind. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings.
Send peace and blessings. <laughs> well, I want to build it. So any of y'all think sweet, think it's sweet with sweet dog, baby. Ain't nothing sweet, baby. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe these hands, if you like the way these hands taste, dog. So if you ever come through, y'all disrespecting Uptown Social Club and the email chain on Facebook, I'm going to see you. You know what I mean? I'm going to see you and I'm going to take care of you because that's how, that's how I do, for real. Rapping Uptown, baby. Top of Hawking and Morton. What, you, you got glow sticks on your pants? Nah, those are my FedEx pants. Oh. <laughs> what, do you guys dress up as Tron? <laughs> yeah, then we would have formed, like Voltron. I'm the head. Yo, G-Town, Uptown Social Club. We be- Man, I love the late 80s. Yeah. Boom, bap. It just goes so hard, man. The cutting. You were DJing for a minute back in the day, right? Yeah, I was in the 90s. I, yeah, I'm early. I like, yeah, I definitely am from like a 92. Yeah. To to like 96. That's when you were DJing? Or that's, the no, prom, that's, that's your... That's when I think the music was... The best? Yeah, I mean, I did like stuff before that, like Cool G Rap, Ultra Magnetic MCs, yes, Main yes, Source, yes, 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 stuff yes, like yes, that. Yes. Uh, Big Daddy Kane and stuff like that, but like... There was just different, like you, uh, UMCs just sounded so different. I, those guys were, they don't. I don't think they get enough credit for how people awesome still, they were. People Four are jocking their styles. Yeah, people are jocking their styles now. Though. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Just their whole attitude, and then like, Cool Keith, the way he was as a rummer back then has influenced so many rappers. Yeah. People don't even, they don't even know who to give credit to, but it kind of yeah. starts with guys like him. Yeah. He's a weird dude. Yeah, he could really flow and then just kind of have that uh that that kind of weird flow that people have now too sometimes. That's just like kind of It's this rapper Cool AD from Das Racist mm-hmm. who's basically he's just like Dominican Cool Keith or something. Yeah. He's from the Bay though. I've seen Cool Keith live a couple times. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Why? It's like three hours. <sighs> like it's seven p.m. show. It's like one thirty in the morning. <laughs> He's like just getting started. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's awful, dude. I love him. I love the guy. I yeah, love- I don't got. I I don't have the energy. Like when we saw Meth and Red last year, it's probably the best show that we saw. Uh, it got to a point in the show. I was like, man, this is going. This has been on for a minute. Like. Because Meth and Red did like a solid hour and some like maybe an hour forty. It felt it felt like almost two hours. Yeah, and Ray and Cat were on. Yeah, and Ray and Cat were on before them, and they got they got good sets in there. Jones yeah. were like, you know, I don't know when did the show start? Like nine or eight? Yeah, eight. Yeah, we had got. It felt like we didn't leave until like close to like eleven thirty something. Because they did extra Meth and Red because they were feeling it so much. Yeah. I like I like uh, Redman's attitude though because he's like, yo, I'm going straight to the merch table, yo. Take pictures, all that, yo. <laughs> 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 That's yeah. why I like those old school rap dudes yeah. because they're so down to earth. Like, yeah, they'll hang. Like when we saw when we went to the Jay Dilla uh, tribute thing at Johnny Brenda's and Guilty Simpson was there. Yeah, and I'm and I'm drunk and I was like, yo, man, you and he just dapping me up and we just we spit a a, a a verse from one of his songs with Jake Dillon. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, yo, you cool, man. Like, just the fact yeah. that all these rappers now, like, you can't get close to... Yeah, yeah. Not all of them. That's why people love Lil Uzi, though, because he's so down to earth and he's so cool. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's a great he's a great kid, man. I love Lil Uzi. Just his whole... His whole attitude towards being a mainstream rap star. He, he handles it pretty well. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. He's a good kid. 
This music sucks, but nah, this has been a great year for music, man. Uh, no, nah, I said his music. His sucks. music sucks. Nah, you're crazy. It's he's never. It's never been a great year for a uh, little little Uzi Vert music. Oh man, he put out a great album. <laughs> man, you off them shrooms or something, boy? Because my my man is ill. He's like one of the best rappers out there. But he's original. Ah, you know what? You can say what you want about the styles. I always appreciate who is like the trendsetter. I guess. Mm-hmm. Even the guys who aren't like mainstream and popping, like if I could find a guy, like that guy that used to write Drake's raps, Quentin Miller, even though he only did it for a little bit, I like his music and his style is weird, but I like it because it's definitely just like that's him. Because mm-hmm. you can't get somebody else to do what he does, except for Drake, because Drake is hip hop's greatest copycat. Mm-hmm. If Drake had came out and then it's yo, it probably up until like the early two thousands, it probably could have been so many dudes, like if they would have just did the Drake formula and just. I mean, they could have been huge like him, but Biting Styles was so frowned upon for so long oh, in hip hop. It was awful. There was no way. Like, Drake couldn't have, it couldn't have been no Drake in 93. No. Um, hey. Yeah, man. It, yeah, you would have gotten. Uh, you would have gotten slid. Yeah. You might have gotten beat up by, like, if someone really tried to sound like Sean P. Well, Guilty Simpson kind of sounds like Sean P. Yeah, a little bit. But back in the 90s. Um, like people would roll on you for like taking. They wouldn't like, even you come definitely would have got called out. You would have got called out. People would immediately stop coming to your shows. You probably would have got beat up, <laughs> and they might have been waiting for you outside the yeah. show in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Like y'all, so what's up with that, yo? Uh-huh. Yo, what's up? Yo, you jacking my steez? Yeah. Right, about to, uh, half the songs in the nineties were about people stealing, taking my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you trying to take my style, son? <laughs> yeah. I already played that. I was about to play uh, Change Clothes again. Remember that Jay-Z song? Played that earlier. I don't know if you were here for that. All right. Let's, uh, you know what, man? We just want to say thanks to everybody who be listening. Thanks to all the supporters. Check us out on the socials. I'm Sweet Dog on Instagram, like 5Gs. He is Benjamin Blah. But everybody in the streets know me as Sweet Dog, Dirt Dog, Skate Dog, Father, the Gingerbread Man, Dr. Seymour Holes, and the Black Fraser Crane. Yeah, this is uh, Vinyl Richie, Waffle House, and Benny Crocker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cook it up. And this has been Uptown Social Club. We'll be back next week. And uh, I have a laptop now, so you're going to get real playlists for me. Yes, sir. Ooh, ooh. You're listening to 92.9 FM WGGT LP Philadelphia.